When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Walking Dead, Season 11, Episode 8, For Blood, and The Walking Dead World Beyond, Season 2, Episode 2, Foothold, and a whole bunch of other stuff is over, or just getting started, as we are here on Post No Recaps. It me, Jessica Lee, and we have so much to talk about tonight. So many Walking Dead pieces of information to unpack. We got a season finale. We got... We got a sophomore set of of season two of another program. We had a whole brand new program. You know what we don't got, though? Where the hell is Elton? This is the question of the night. And I know Josh Wiggler has a lot of very strong feelings about this. Where's Elton? Where's Elton? Bring Elton back to the Walking Dead world beyond. No, I can't do the same exact thing two weeks in a row. Uh, I am still pretty upset about it. You shouldn't have to do the same (laughs) thing two weeks in a row. I think that is probably correct. Uh, but I'm, I'm psyched to be back here. Clearly, uh, over the last several weeks of this podcast, I had forgotten about my family. Uh, and so I have to be back here now. I have to, to double down with my podcast reapers. Very important. I mean, there's like three of us left, Josh. I know. We're all we've got. We got to stick together. (laughs) All right. So. Coming up, uh, we see uh, his little display name says, I'm family, so don't stab me. Um, so I'm guessing AJ Mass also has some strong feelings about family and about stabbing. Elton is traveling tonight on a plane. <laughs> that would happen to him. <laughs> oh, yes, I have plenty of feelings. I want to know how the Roman candle industry is going so well in the apocalypse. And uh, oh, boy, was this not. Even close to fun. (laughs) So much not. Chappelle, do you have any bright spots for us? Yeah, I enjoyed all of it. It was a mess. I have to admit, I mostly had a good time with The Walking Dead this week as well. Yeah, (laughs) it was fun. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was not fun in a lot of ways, but I was like, okay, I'll take it, you know? So, yeah, there's some things I can complain about, but overall, I was like, at least I enjoyed these complaints. This was fun complaints. And uh, so I, I'm excited to hear your opinion about it because I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. Too a- mad. Across the two different shows, they introduced like two unique ways of killing zombies in the zombie apocalypse that we had never seen before. One was like 
I don't know, like uh, like a garden tool that was also like uh, like outfitted to be like Mad Max levels of post apocalyptics. Like you like stab somebody in the head with it, and then you like do a twirl and it explodes. Like what is the thing that Silas and the other people are using? What was this? Coolest thing ever. There's like some some sort of and they like give it to like the to like the people who are on like litter patrol. And this is like, here, use this awesome, ultimate, very cool zombie killing weapon that's never been seen before. You guys get to test pilot this. Like, Silas just, like, uh, fell into, like, the coolest weapon of the zombie apocalypse. I mean, is that cooler or less cool than dinosaur horn on a stick? I mean, that's pretty cool as well. Pretty cool. But also, to AJ's point... Here is a, a cannon filled with Roman candles. Like, that was wild. Like, it's that's what waka. we're doing? Yeah, the huaka. Huaka, huaka, Yeah, huaka, huaka, huaka. Like, yeah. I mean, that was wild. Uh, so at least, like, some points for creativity uh, and, like, trying to do some stuff that's, like, different. Um, whether or not, like, that's enough to, like, offset some of the other stuff we've been bummed about, I don't know. But, like, I don't know. It, we're at least like getting to the point where people are telling us like their lead, like scientists are telling us their leading theories on how they're going to stop the zombie apocalypse. It's like, okay, we're actually like, it, it's a little goofy, but like, at least we're trying to move things forward. I appreciate the attempt, if nothing else. Yeah. And I, you know, believe it or not, really liked Pope in this episode. He is a cartoon character of ridiculousness. Was. I liked that he's dead. Was, was a cartoon yeah, character. Was. Yeah, was, yeah, was. Listen, some of his rants, as absurd as they are, I was howling laughing. It was just <laughs> to the point where he's like... He gave up he his life as a big sacrifice for the family, right. for all of us. He might have been your brother, but I yeah. is your daddy. I was like, oh, yeah. was like, oh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was yes. like, oh my God, Pope. He was like, I was loving him. I'm I, if you gotta go out like this, I'm fine. It's fine. I, it's a high point for Pope for me, and it's not even close. Yeah. So, did we know that Pope was religious before this week? I mean, I know his name is Pope, and I know he cares a lot about family values, but <laughs> yeah, he's I feel like, like the, pretty like evangelical, right? I feel like like the if, devotion uh, is a little bit. It's a little bit the speech. whole like I'm God stuff was a little new. <laughs> yeah, he had he had a whole big. Uh, monologue early earlier in in his uh tenure uh about how you know they were chosen by god to survive so it it was it was laced in there a little bit yeah Yeah, but i felt like at a certain point it goes it goes from being like an abstract concept to a like all of a sudden it's like he's pulling out the religious fanaticism on the fourth date Mm -hmm. oh i completely agree like, I feel like that's something you stretch out throughout a storyline. You see him gradually changing, right? It's like in, uh, I don't know, some other random show, maybe on HBO, where, you know, the this person whose father might have been a psychopath. They show that randomly, also has a couple of zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody just wakes up one day and decides, oh, you know what? I snapped. It's, it's I'm crazy. Like, Murder in really time. Had, <laughs> yeah, we hadn't really got a lot of that. So, yeah, I agree. This should have been spaced out a lot more. So that you can get like the gradual change, but they tried to do that in like four episodes. They're like, "Oh yeah, like God chose us. We survived the fire. Also, I'm killing people with the fire. Also, I'm God. And yeah, now I'm dead. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. We get. The, so, I feel like you gotta you gotta introduce the prayer closet in the first episode, or mm-hmm. you can't go back and say, "Oh, by the way, he's also a religious fanatic, and now he's dead." Yeah, it's like he went from listen, God chose us to like, no, I'm p- quoting scripture. 
I am telling you that God speaks through me. Now I'm a prophet as well. You know, like I'm above the rest of you now. We were a family yesterday, but today we're different. And it was like, that's the story they've been trying to tell us. But again, four episodes, they didn't give us a lot of that. Like, if you were going to do that, you should have been showing us little by little his little transformation. It seemed like he was always this crazy. He just this time decided he was God crazy. Yeah. And they, they had a whole like, they had a whole chance to do this. And I don't know. I feel like maybe it would be, would have been easier to get a handle on who Pope is if we got to hear more about who Pope was, but they decided to hide all of that from us in favor of like making us get on team Leah only for Leah to betray everybody. No, we're not on We're not on team. No, anybody nobody is on team Leah. No. You know, the, here's the thing though. Like uh, on, on the one hand, like do we want more Pope backstory to make like Pope make more sense? Maybe. But on the other hand, that means we have to spend like more time in this storyline. <laughs> yeah. So the yep. answer is like, we get like a, fast forwarded version of Pope like I'll take that like get me back to business like bring us back to the Commonwealth we said like the other times like we we're fine to like not be at the Commonwealth right now if that means like you're done with the Reapers after this I feel like we've gotten close uh, mm. they kill Pope they kill a bunch of people. They're shooting the Huacha at the <laughs> at the like at the main center of the base. Like everything's gonna erupt. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up in the in the premiere of the next half of this thing. Like we got close. We didn't get all the way like Are to full though? Reaper closure. Yeah, no <laughs> way, no Are way. This has to end now. This has to end now. I, like I Leah think- took the took the lead, and now she's gonna get cut down. We are the masters. This show is the master of stretching time out, like Inception. <laughs> no, like we stop are just at everybody. The, no, we're just no. Like, da, 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 no. Da, da. We are not even at the da da da. We're still at da 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 da. da. No so, way. I, no, we are going to be like next next season. Next <laughs> season portion is going to be like. They're gonna. It's gonna play out twenty four style in real time, and we'll just watch Leah like the entire time. Uh, I hate I, that. I, I because like that. you know, one of the great things about this show is they really know how to choose the right big bad to elevate to the next level of big badness. Because I know we're all just going, you know, that Pope. He's he's evil, but you know who's even more evil? Leah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like they use Leah and Pope just as devices instead of characters this yeah. time. Like they're more like the vehicles for us to explore the idea that all these people have friends and family that they would willing to go to the ends of the earth for, including killing the people that they spent the time in the cabin with. You know, like Daryl in this story says, Leah, like you gotta believe me. Like the other people down there, those are my people, but you like they just want to get the food. Just come with me, please. Like this is my family. And she finally looks at him like, but the family that y'all are killing and trying to do all of this is my family. And I'm sorry, but they're bigger than you. And so I think that's the only reason why we're stuck with Pope and Leah. Well, we're stuck with Pope and Leah is because it's like, yeah, we needed to put a face behind like another cause that is equally important to this group as Daryl's group is important to us. Because we're, we're all in on Daryl's group. That's our group. But she's like, well, what makes your group any better than mine? And so we had to deal with Crazy Pope because even with him gone, it's still the concept of, well, the group is still here. The whole reason why we're still fighting to the death is because we want to protect each other, the people that we love. And so they've been telling that story kind of, you know, throughout. But I think this episode was really that. So it doesn't matter who the big bad is, if it's Leah, if it's Pope, it's still the friends we made along the way that is the actual uh, story here, (laughs) at least in this part of the season. 
I, I don't disagree with you, Chappelle. I, I think you're absolutely right. It just I feel like I've been on a podcast with you guys at some point before where I said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah, we root for Rick's group because it's Rick and he's the one we were introduced with. But if we had been introduced to another group, we'd probably think they mm-hmm. were the bad guys. I just feel like we've been doing this over and over again. Oh, yeah. And this is just so not interesting to me. <laughs> and even if <laughs> this odd. was the point, you could t- you could send this point out into the universe and you could tell the story in a better way than just sort of hinting at it around the margins. Like what I had really hoped for out of this story that we did not get was why were the Reapers so fixated on Maggie? Why were they so mad? Like why did Pope hate her so much? They were the ones so that much? got away. They don't like that. Yeah, they why can't did they abide follow that. Him? Why did they, they follow him across have. five states? If, that was a mistake. Yeah, it was a big mistake. But- <laughs> you can't, you shouldn't go more than one state. Like one state, like they leave you, they like, and you're like, I think they're probably just one state away. Like, all right, road trip. But like the second they get two states away, you got to let it go. It depends Five on states the state, is Josh. unfathomable. Yeah, it Delaware, does, no, Maryland, Virginia, a yeah. little peninsula there. You can, yeah. you, you can Did you start there or, or are you in Texas? <laughs> yeah. I would say as the resident Texan, trust me, I'm going one state max. That's it. Like, yeah. Any yeah. direction. You get one state for me and now I'm coming home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's but the thing. But I'm only like, going one state too. Even as a New Yorker, like I'll go to New Jersey, but I'm not going to Pennsylvania. You know, <laughs> I'm not I'll going go to, to Connecticut, Jersey. but I am not going to Massachusetts. <laughs> I'm not going to New Jersey to pursue a vendetta. Yeah. Like that's just not happening. Sorry. I'll go, I, Goodness, I'm not even you'll never sure. come to get me, Jess. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> even sure. Uh, but I'm not going more. I'm not going to Philadelphia. You know. God no. But here's. <laughs> Hey, here's the thing. Why didn't we ever find out? I had hoped that there would be some big reveal, like Maggie did something really reprehensible to them, and that's why they're chasing her. But it's like, no, no, they're just bad, and they don't like Maggie. And I, I had hoped we could drive this point home by being like, yeah, well, Maggie's group just kind of descended on their group and murdered all of the Reapers except the ones mm-hmm. we see here. Something like that. Make that understandable. And we know already that our people are capable of doing these things. And then like have to really wrestle with that. Like, oh, Maggie has become the thing she hates the most. Like what if Maggie executed one of them in front of everybody else? That would have been really fun. Like with a bat? <laughs> yeah, like with a bat. Yeah. Just gone full Negan. Like line them all up and give a big speech and then execute someone with a bat and then realize this is familiar. Oh, wait. I've become the thing I hate. Yeah, I mean, that's a little heavy-handed, but but so is Negan putting on a freaking zombie face. That's also heavy-handed, so it's not like they're afraid of a heavy hand. Yeah, and I I guess I agree with you, too. That's a lot more interesting than what it ended up being, which is basically like, but she could come back and do something, so we got to get her. Like, she got away, and we can't let her just be like, we have to tie up all our loose ends. And in that, now she's killed somebody though, right? Like so they they're she they sent her uh they sent Wells, I believe, whatever his name was. They sent him out into the forest. Yeah. Cool guys. cool and jacket so, guy. Yeah, cool yeah. jacket guy. It was such a cool jacket. So they sent cool jacket guy out there. They, you know, he get he gets killed and Pope's like, it's Maggie. Maggie did it. So now I feel like now Leah feels justified in her vendetta against Maggie because you killed my brother. And so I'm thinking that's what this is now. But you're right. Your way is a hundred percent more entertaining because if you tell me, like, no, 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 we had to chase them across state lines because you came and did something to us, then I'm like, oh, oh okay, I kind of see both sides. Uh, but right now, it just feels like, no, they're just crazy. Yeah, they just hate them. They, yeah. they hate them because really they like hate them. them. Yeah, <laughs> it happens sometimes. It, it happens, you know, oh, she's, you know, she's number two on the call sheet. Yeah, hate her. Gonna chase her through hate three her. states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I 
I do feel like also Pope was really cavalier for somebody that says everybody is a family and all lives are precious. He seemed really cavalier about letting some of those lives go. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. They had to hit fast forward on the Pope button. They're like, we need him to be dead by the end of the season. So like, we can't like have him like, you know, be too human. We have to turn him into a cartoon. Uh, That's exactly what they did. He was so evil. Like, and I mean, he's had moments. Like, well, we, we've seen moments. So they showed that he did have the capacity to do this when he stepped on that guy's face in the fire. <laughs> but like, this episode was him like super villain evil, you know, like Dr. Draken from Kim Possible Even. Like, he was just like, ah, ha, 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 ha. you yeah. know, it was very, very just like over the top. And so I knew his days were numbered, basically. I was like, okay, he's, he's lost it. So he's about to die. I didn't think Leah was going to be the one to do it, but I'm not mad that she did. Um, I just, I thought it was very interesting to see, but I, I definitely agree that we still don't have any real reason why you would travel so far behind this one small ragtag group of misfits. And yeah. how is this ragtag group of misfits like causing more murder than Negan and 500 saviors? That's true. That's true. Did you want some food? They were really yeah. just trying to get in to get some food. They weren't even but bothering anybody. I now. did have this moment watching the episode where I was like, I think I finally understand why uh, Maggie and Negan and all these characters uh, and Daryl are like acting the way they're acting in this half or a third of a season. They're just so hangry. Mm-hmm. I, I relate. They're so hangry. They are so hangry. Like they're mad because they don't have food. That's it. So they're just like making mad choices. So really, they just have to find that secret stash of Snickers bars, and then everything will be fine. Yeah. We'll be back to themselves, mm-hmm. and we can yeah. move on. So yeah. I have a question. If we're going to pursue this line of logic to its inevitable conclusion. So we know that there are roving hordes of cannibals in this universe. And we know that like the people that ate Bob's foot and everything. So <laughs> these people ate Bob's foot back in the day. I'm going somewhere with this. And Bob had been bitten and he's like, oh, those people are going to die. Nothing happened to those people. So here's what I'm saying. If you found a relatively fresh walker, it's already dead. It's just there. And flesh is not rotting yet. How fresh could the walker be before you couldn't eat it anymore? Are you trying to get us to eat a zombie, Jess? <laughs> yes, that's exactly. It sounds like you're telling us to eat a zombie. I'm, I'm telling you to eat a zombie. Okay, but like, what do? Okay, let's say we even we we thought about this. Mm -hmm. But you got to go first. All right, I'll go first. If you go first, I give you like a day, and I'm like, okay, I'm down. But I am not going to be the first person in the zombie apocalypse. I'm not eating a zombie. I don't want to eat a zombie. I barely want to eat a person. Maybe I'll Uh, kidnap a reaper and make them eat the zombie and see if anything happens. Oh my god! Force feed them the zombie. That is yeah. cruel and unusual. But what's we'll happened it. to us? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kind of the dark ends of what the world right Dude, now. I've always been like this. How did this happen? Where did, how did we get here? Wiggler, don't you understand? Jess is our god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, am, I am god right now. The Lord speaks to <laughs> Jessica Lee's. <laughs> I, 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 need to, I need to work on my accent that's sliding across yeah. continents before yeah. I can really proclaim myself to be god. The uh, least think, among us will be the first. I think, <laughs> I'm glad Pope is dead. I'm glad he had like the big cartoon visibility spike. I thought it was pretty fun. I like that as soon as like Daryl's like, shit, okay, I gotta draw down on Pope. He like takes the knives out and like Pope is immediately ready to go to battle with Daryl. He's like not taken that far off guard. 
And he probably like goes and like maybe like hurts Daryl pretty badly if Leah doesn't surprise Pope. So like I think that Pope was probably going to win that fight. I think he was ready to go. And like I like I liked that. I thought that was like a good twist the way that they like sort of like uh, it was like a three two one punch of of the way that that could have been like a big action scene. And instead he just like gets got. Uh, that was good. I really hope that we're through with it soon. <laughs> Walking Dead does love to do this and like stretch it out for a while, but like it's the final season. We can handle one more. I can. I'll give you one more. This one was pretty fun, but let's not stretch this out past the premiere. They gotta come need- back to Alexandria. We gotta see if uh, if uh, Judith and Gracie are gonna get out of the basement in time. Oh, don't it's worry. Funny. You can you can see the answer to that question. Yeah. All you have to do is stay I'm tuned sure. for the second episode. Are they going to get of, out of, of there? the evening? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, did, I don't like watching the previews, but when it's 15 seconds between the end of one episode and the start of the second one, they show the previews. Oh, like, did the oh, previews well, show what happens? Yeah. 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 And, it's, and it's, this is the mid-season finale, so you don't want to do that. Because like <sighs> that just drops the suspense for the whole little gap. So it's going to be like, like okay. That's like some this season on Survivor crap. Yeah. Yeah. But like at the end of the season, like so, it's kind of like this season or like next season on Survivor. Like, wait, wait, why is this person getting eliminated? I don't even met them yet, you know. And so that's exactly wait. So how there's I a felt. there's like a next time on Walking Dead that like shows a lot of the season or just the next episode. Just enough people, to, to just enough yeah, tell you like people have survived. Got it's it. Okay. Daytime and nobody okay. is chest deep in water. Basically, yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. Got it. Got it. Yeah, you know, it's like how you can tell, oh, this was shot at a different time of day yeah. because the shadows are a different shape. Yeah, mm-hmm. this this is why uh, with The Walking Dead and even with Survivor, I take the Kevin Mahadeo approach to trailers. I don't watch them for these things. Yeah, well, they, uh, I couldn't watch the screeners. But I have to watch the children. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah, you have to watch you, the babies. Watch, Who's gonna if not you? If you watch the screeners, they don't give you the trailer at the end. So yeah. I've not Ooh. seen a trailer for any episode of Walking Dead all season. I feel like I'm better off for it. So you fancy. Are. It's, so the fancy. only thing worse is when they show trailers at, at, at going to commercial on on game shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Tonight on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Will he answer the million dollar question? Oh, there's a suspense for the rest of this guy's run. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, call me when he gets to the ten thousand dollar question. I know I can just jump in in the middle. Um, yeah, this is they, they definitely kind of telegraphed the rest of it, but we'll see. I mean, we haven't really talked about the kiddos in the in the house. Mm-hmm. Not you know, of course we have to go talk about the other kids later on, but you know, we we did see them in. It just seemed like random suspense. You know, it was like uh, the water's coming in, the walkers are coming in. Where did this come from? Uh, Chappelle, can I borrow a phrase from you? This, yes. This hurricane could have been an email. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up and I was like, wait, the sky is falling. What is happening? I was like, I, I knew that, you know, when we got Connie out of the haunted house, that it was like, oh, it's raining. But mm-hmm. I didn't know it was like this, you know, like, where did this come from? I, you I might add. That- just, I might add, the zombies in this particular attack were the fastest, most purposeful zombies I've seen on this show in years. Like, oh, I gotta reach through the wood. We killed that one. But I gotta run in and reach to the wood. Like, it's, yeah. When did they get so focused? Maybe they were <laughs> slipping on the bottles. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They were, it was just hurricanes. Yeah. Uh, plus and five like, the high octane yeah. winds were just blowing them with some speed. Yeah, it kind of felt to me like nothing was actually going to happen to anybody in this sequence at all. And 
I wanted to feel like genuine fear for Rosita when she goes out. She's like, I'm going to give you guys a head start. And I was like, sure. Okay. She's going to go give a head start to everybody. And then maybe she's making a noble sacrifice. And it's like, oh, wait, no, she's not. She's nothing is going to happen to Rosita. Like she barely got dirty. Rosita didn't say anything. Again, I thought she was gone. I thought she was dead. It would have been nice for someone to be gone. Well, somebody should have died here. Well, you know, I've complained about Rosita not having much of a storyline. So I thought, Mm -hmm. well, this is her hero's exit. Like she's going to go out there. She's going to go down, you know, guns blazing or, you know, whatever. And they're going to like cry as they watch her fight and save their lives and sacrifice that she made because they haven't done anything with Rosita at all. No, she's just a badass. Goes out there, kills everybody, comes back inside like, oh, that was close. And then shuts the door. And so I was like, oh, no, like, I, I don't get me wrong. I don't want Rosita dead, but this was the show that people could just die on. And I mean, even Virgil, that's his name, right? Out- Virgil, Virgil, yeah. Out- mm-hmm. yeah, Virgil. He just survives, too. And I was like, aren't you injured? He's you remind like, me of your mother. You got your mother's with you. She's here. I just feel like somebody, (laughs) yeah, just somebody could have died. I would have not been, I would have been sad that it's Rosita because, oh, it's Rosita. But at the same time, like, this was a perfect opportunity to get to Rosita. So now somebody should have died. But I feel like, uh, go ahead. No, I'm just thinking she's going to make it now. I was worried about Rosita, but I feel like if you're not going to kill her now, I was like, well, let's just go ahead and get it to the just end. Just say it, guys. You episodes. wanted the show to kill off Gracie. Uh, it makes you monsters, but you already talked about eating zombies in this episode mm. of the podcast. Okay. I mean, Maybe in fairness, was, it's yeah. only 25% of the podcast that is on board of Team Eat the Zombies. I was not off board. I just felt like you need to go first. But, yeah, we need to experiment. I agree. Yeah, but I mean, when Gracie almost got snatched by her hair through that door, yeah, she almost got taken. Yeah, I did think it was over. Um, but you they know, we had to Gracie. show. We well, had to show you, why Judas is like, not going to kill a kid. It, well, if you're yeah, going to do it, do that. they could do it off screen, certainly. And I mean, it, they had a perfect setup for an homage to Night of the Living Dead, where you go down to the basement and the girl has turned. So I, I, I uh, thought perhaps that's mm-hmm. where they were going. We are uh, saying this show doesn't kill kids at I our own peril. I didn't say this show doesn't kill kids. Yeah. I say this show's not gonna kill a kid because yeah. this yeah. show can't even get it together to kill an adult. They killed, you know, Sophia is like one of mm-hmm. like the earliest they twists. They killed, they killed Sam and, and his brother, I mean, like Carl fairly publicly. Yeah, like. They kill kids. Like, uh, they, Enid they eventually kids. died. Like, they don't, like, not kill kids. It has been several years since the last kid was, was like, killed. All I'm saying time. is that basically every single kid has died, except for <laughs> Judith and, uh, and Herschel. Otherwise, yeah. they all died, basically. Uh, along I mean, RJ the way. is still around. RJ, I mean, for he's now, now. He's, like, two years old. Yeah, RJ is, is like, his middle name is Fan Service. So yeah, I mean, RJ Phineas, even Phineas, uh, you know, the voice of Phineas died died of a cold. So he was grown. That was an adult. (laughs) (laughs) He just looked like a child. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. World Beyond isn't going to kill the babies, but I, I think The Walking Dead has shown, and probably the truth is Walking Dead now is not going to kill the kids, yeah, but well, Walking exactly Dead used point, to kill Josh. the kids. Walking Dead really it, killed the kids. Back in the day. Yeah. It, it doesn't now. Like, how long has it been since we've had a major character death? <laughs> I'm that old enough to about. remember when The Walking Dead killed its kids. <laughs> you know, when we used to look at the flowers on a regular basis. Yeah, I didn't even think about the grove. Which is like the best episode of the show in which they very like publicly kill kids. They did. Yeah. They did, but they can't even like get it together to kill Rosita off. Uh, yeah. Like we kept okay. saying, oh, this looks like a point where we're going to need somebody to make a noble exit. And it's always been like somebody that's been around for three episodes. It's never an important person anymore. This isn't a show that kills major characters now. It's like, well, you're all here for the long haul. There's McLovin at the prison. Like this, every kid this show has ever had. McLovin at the prison also does not count. Yeah, they've (laughs) all gone. They're all gone. Because that kid could legally drink. I bet it's just a matter of time. They were adults. They just look like kids, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think about it now. The odds are not great. I think also a kid. Yeah, Green also a kid. Adult. Yeah, (laughs) these were adults. They were adults. Yeah, uh, I, I think we're just going to keep stretching the definition of kid. Like, let's let's list everybody who's ever been killed on The Walking Dead. McLovin was a kid. He was a kid. He was going to class. And he, he got sick. <laughs> yeah, and then he died. He but yeah, we're, we're we're a far stretch from that now, I guess, because yeah. no one no one dies anymore. Uh-huh. And um, you know, even this was a good opportunity for Rosita to be the one who you know, like they come into uh-huh. the room and Rosita has turned because she got bit or something, and we did, or you know got attacked and didn't even notice it or something. You know, remember the old days where you would fight with the zombies and then you think, oh, oh, I made it, and then like, what's that on you? It's like, oh, it got me, and then yeah. you know we have to wonder when, how far are they going to turn? Do we chop off the arm? You know, Rosita's just like, nope, I'm good. I'm actually uh pretty skilled at this now. I'm 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 a pro. Back in the those were rookie mistakes we were making back then. I'm, I'm the big guns now. And her yeah, makeup still looks fabulous. So, mm, you know, on point. Very pretty lady. Yeah. Yeah. Like, gone are the days when the zombie could bite you on the torso and you didn't notice it. Uh, <laughs> the, the good old days. Back good when it was days. quick and dirty. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like I, I've been so used to there not being tension in these moments that now is the time to kill somebody off in like a horrible, violent way. And it should be like one of the most, one of the most enduring characters. They need to do it now. And it will shock me because I'm just like, no, they're not going to bother. They're not going to kill anybody ever again. Like they're all here for the long haul now. Yeah. And even when we talk about the lack of suspense or tension in the house, same thing. I feel though, with this, um, with this, um, Leah 
moment, right? She's like, get to Waka and shoot it down into the courtyard. I don't care who dies. I'm like, okay, well, no one's going to die. You know, like, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Like, Maggie, Negan, and, and, and Abraham are down there. They're, they're <laughs> all going to live. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They're not going to die. Yeah. Another guy's going to die for sure, but he's already been like hurt. So yeah, he's gonna all die the anyway. guys that they've only, they've never had their name said until this episode, those guys are probably going to die. But yeah. if you know, somebody has been around for three episodes and you know, their name, they're probably in it for a while. I mean, certainly yeah. we, we haven't settled our, our Maggie Negan conflict yet. So Mm-mm. they can't die. One of them's going <laughs> to yeah. die before the end of the series, but it's going to be oh, a service of letting today. the other one live. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's like now the suspense is like how they get past the Waka because it's definitely not if they're going to like we know they're not gonna going to die in the premiere of the next of the of the you know second half of the three triad season whatever like we know they're not going to come back and just like oh Maggie got shot by the Waka <laughs> so you know it's more like well how are they going to how are our heroes going to get out of this mess you know this time well, there's like, a refrigerator right off to the side that they can jump in no uh, exactly. yes the refrigerator yeah. Yeah. Or dumpster yeah. to slide under, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's where we are now. But I did think the episode was fun. I enjoyed it. It was it was it was goofy, but like I felt like they were like at least trying to wrap it up. I'll like it less if then they don't wrap it up next time. They're not going to wrap it up next time, Josh. That's all, <laughs> I already know they're not going to. So I already don't like it. I'm I really am trying this new thing. It's called not being so angry all the time, and so like. <laughs> I'm really trying to not get angry at the possibility that when the show comes back on what it's uh, February 20th, 2022 is when the walking dead season 11 B premieres still more zombie stuff for us to talk about for the next several weeks, but uh, no, no (laughs) flagship TWD until February. Uh, So I'm trying not to be mad at something that I don't know is not going to happen. I, I want to be. I want to live in the world for you now. Be mad at things currently. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to be mad at things that I know I should be mad about, such as if we want to segue to the Walking Dead such world beyond. No why? Why are we two episodes deep and you haven't brought the best character on the show back yet? So now it's not even yeah. like if it was a two episode, two hour premiere, Elton still wouldn't have been there on Sunday night. What are you? What are you all doing? Isn't he the yeah. star of the show? That's the star of the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had such a high peak last uh, season where he's just like, you know, took off, like put on his little, little like Elton garb and like fought all the people and went Terminator on everybody. I'm like, he went Arthur. We got full Arthur. Yeah. He we got his new, little hand new up. Elton. Yeah. yeah. We got new Elton. He's out here kicking ass. And like, it's like, or, or we might show him next season. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, and that's where we are, just waiting for Elton's return. But we did get uh, Silas. Um, I loved we the Silas, Silas. storyline. I, I was like, "What are they going to do to poor Silas?" And like, they're like, "Well, Silas, we think that you're going to be great in this this new capacity where we're gonna we're gonna change the world uh, one one zombie pile at a time." Yeah, so he's like, like he's the, the wrecking result. he's the wrecking crew. Yeah, well, AJ called it Camp Green Lake. Is that what it was, <laughs> or is it what is it? Um, I was for Silas Yelnats because he was, uh, he was just dig the holes, yeah. put the zombies in the holes, dig the zombies out of the holes, dig more holes. <laughs> what yeah. were the projections on this? They're like, in like uh, the next generation, we will we'll revolutionize getting rid of the dead. I mean, if they could make an infomercial for their little new slap chop for the for the zombies, that would be interesting to me. Yeah. So 
I guess what's the concept here? So they are the disposals people, right? So what do they call it? Like um they go in and they make sure that the zombies are dead and then they then they haul them, they chop them up, and they blow them up into bits and then they send yeah, them they, off they, to be analyzed by the scientists. Is that what's going they, on? They said they said that they every 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 month or so they they hold a Coachella and turn on all the music and the lights and then mm-hmm. the idiots mm-hmm. come in and then you know they 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 just you know incinerate them and they, they're there to clean up the rest yeah this is yeah. smart this is what i've been saying for many oh, yeah, years the system's smart sure this is great i i don't necessarily like uh funny boy <laughs> cool no. jokester there i, I, I mean these the people suck die. yeah I, I like the kids we can give them a chance <laughs> i did not like funny boy i'm sorry i did not man. like funny boy he's trying way I mean, too hard to make friends I mean, to be fair, they probably are going to die. Could you imagine we go through this whole season with like two <laughs> groups of children, like the five of Silas team, and then like Elton, Hope, Iris, and like, oh my gosh, this is like a pup named Scooby Doo or something. Just oh too many children running around here. Um, yeah, but I, I thought I was like, oh, this could be fun for him. He's going to make friends. They're going to give him probably like a cool nickname, and he's going to be like part of the group. I was like, oh, look at Silas making friends. It felt like he was getting dropped off at his first day of school. You know, I enjoyed this. And then there was Dennis, mom. That's what I called them in my notes. Mom was there. Yeah. They're working working the Dennis system right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, and this is the thing that I didn't understand because it seemed like when they're inside of the CRM, everybody's very mysterious. Like, oh, yeah, we're secretly totalitarians. We do terrible things. We test everybody over and over to see if they really cut the mustard and... Then over here, we got Silas and we think like, oh, well, Silas definitely isn't going to be subjected to the same level of scrutiny. They're just going to reject him outright. And I thought he was going to the farm upstate, but they're like, nope, we got, <laughs> we got a job for you here. Put him right to work. He's not going to jail at all. He's just going to work. And I, mean, I was shocked by that. He's doing yeah. the same it's, job as Ezekiel's doing, just, you know, with uh-huh. a better weapon. Yeah. Is, uh, is this not jail? It's kind of jail. It, it's, it's hard labor. It's kind of jail. Jail yeah. adjacent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is, but it looks like every job in it's this kind life. of is jail, though. Mm. Like, it, first off, in our world, pretty much, right? Yeah. But like, oh, yeah. Every yeah. job now is jail. Yeah. yeah. But in this world specifically, I mean, look at Hope. They're like, okay, you're a scientist from now on. I know you're 17, but also for the rest of your life, you're going to be a scientist. Congratulations! Welcome to the fold. It's like, uh, but, but I want to be a baker. It's like, nope, <laughs> nope. That's why Tommy lied and said he wasn't a doctor. Yeah, because yeah. he wanted to have his own choices. Because now you stuck as a scientist, seventeen year old, and so yeah, it seems like every job now is just jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I mean, they're... you have to make some sacrifices to survive in a post-apocalyptic world, but also, I think some of the lesson here is like. If you get us, if you get past a certain level of civilization, everything sucks again. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, or your job is jail, or your job is to like make paintings and tapestries for the the royal magistrates, Julia <laughs> Ormond. Uh, <laughs> like those are your choices: jail or like uh, art for the one yeah. percent. Find a wealthy patron. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't that what we're going to do? We're still do in- looking for our, yeah. our Ju- Julia Ormond. Are you out there? Patreon.com slash post show recap. <laughs> our wealthy patron. Yeah. The Lieutenant Colonel There's a herself. custom pledge. You can donate as little as a dollar a month or 
You I, can, well, I've got a new, I've got a new gimmick. Yeah. We just get Todrick Hall watching Walking Dead, and then he'll just commission us to do podcasts for him. Interesting, interesting. From his home. From his home, yes. Very yeah, interesting. From his home. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, there was the moment where uh, where uh, Felix and Iris and Will are hiding out in the house, and Julia Ormond is just like on the other side of the tapestry that yeah. they're on. And this was the moment where I was like, the CRM sucks. Like... <laughs> Like, I love Julia Ormond. Like, she's great, like, generally speaking. But, like, her character in the CRM, you couldn't hear, like, the heavy labored breathing on the other side of the tapestry. You couldn't, like, hear that or feel the pitter-patter of, like, the nervous footsteps. Josh, it's soundproofing for the room! My it's God. soundproofing! My God. <laughs> and you fell for the old, like, they radioed you, so don't pull behind that tapestry trick. What are we, 12? You know, this is, uh... Uh, the CRM is supposed to, like they're the ones who are rebooting civilization. Bye. Good luck. Uh, it just and it oh, just it just feels like it's some sort of weird time delay from the the Walking Dead proper because we just had a scene where everyone was hiding under a rug last week yeah. on Walking Dead, and so I was like, oh, now they're hiding behind a, a rug on the wall. So it's like, ugh. you know, they're not getting caught, so there's no tension here, and so it's just. The, the, the two options were she gets radioed and called away, or she does pull it back and they've they've mysteriously gone through a secret door. Yeah, and yeah. they did the first one, or they did that second one in Walking Dead regular, so they're going to do the other one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just the, the lack of suspense for these scenes is what's killing me. It's just like, oh, I don't care about these these artsy people, uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't. They're not going to get caught, so it's like, <sighs> yeah. But, but like they probably really should have. Uh, well, well, <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, Josh, they did hide the code books under two loose leaf sheets of paper. Oh, <laughs> that true. was the funniest part of the episode to me. Like, quick, grab my books. No, there's no time. Uh, here's some tissue and just throw them <laughs> here. I have some Xerox paper. Yeah. Like, wax paper. And then yeah. like, the wind, then the wind blows, and it's like, oh, well, there they go. Who else is like? Well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't it, great. I wasn't expecting the scene to completely turn into the the person who brought two dates to the same restaurant at the same time. But that's, <laughs> that's essentially what it was. Amazing. Look over here, quick. It's funny. Yeah, go, go, go out the back. Yeah, last twenty minutes of Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think oh that uh, that uh, like? So if Elizabeth goes back to the CRM with like Felix and Iris, like, and I guess I don't know what would happen with Will, but like bringing Felix and Iris back is going to like re-incentivize the dad and hope to like get back to work. Right. So like what would have happened if she'd seen them? Would she have killed them or would she have brought them back? I don't understand what her whole deal is with killing people anyway. Like yeah, she just killed a hundred thousand people. I don't think she's really picky about things anymore. Killing a hundred k people is an uh, is a is a. I believe that's uh, that's what we call uh, a a bad look. Uh, mm. <laughs> like not a not a good thing to do. Genocide. Don't do it. We try to avoid it when possible. Um, well, they were hungry. They wanted some fresh zombies to peck into. Jess, I mean, you can get behind yes, that. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, and they irradiated them. I'm not. I'm eating a zombie. I'm not eating an irradiated zombie. I'm still That's having. True. I'm struggling to buy the logic of yeah. The best choice I, uh, that was available to us was to kill a hundred thousand people. Um, but beyond that, like 
she does and certainly the crm at least like they went out of their way and she talks to hope's dad about like yeah you know i basically we profiled you and we figured you'd you'd all be really mad about it but you'd get back to work because you're reasonable um so like if that's sort of her outlook then she's got to know that bringing like felix and iris at least back is gonna make hope and the dad happy uh, so shouldn't she like do that? So I feel like if she finds them, is she going to kill them or am I giving the show way too much credit? Like she's going to have some reason to just add well, them to the hundred K body pile. She kicked will out for seemingly yeah. no reason. And will is like, you know, he's dad guy's best buddy. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like she doesn't really care. I think she's going to kill him. I do mm-hmm. because the the idea behind it is, of course, you want to incentivize dad and hope to to work, right? But she doesn't seem like that's her only like tool. Because she tells dad, you remember that time you were sending those secret messages to your kids and breaking the law? Don't you want to get back to work because we know you did that? Wouldn't it be horrible if we mm-hmm. persecuted you for that? And he's like, I guess I got to go back to work. And then she goes to his girlfriend. And she's like, hey, Lila. Um... It's Lila's like, you know, he's, he's not really feeling this thing. He kind of feels like he doesn't want to work anymore because his kids aren't here and you, you manipulated them and all this other stuff. And she's like, yeah, but like, isn't that why we brought you in? Aren't you supposed to be motivating him to work? And Lila's like, yeah, I guess so. So I think <laughs> if there was a mysterious accident and Iris and um, si- um, Silas and Felix never made it, He's just going to go back to work. It's jail. It's not like he has any other options. Like, what's he going to say? Like, I'm not doing this anymore. She's like, well, we'll kill you too. Yeah. yeah we'll just put him back down in the pit. Yeah. He's Jesse Pickman here. Basically. So I think she's got a lot of tools in her tool chest, this one. Um, but so they could have died. I actually think they, they would have if she had found him. Man, that feels like such a... I don't understand what why they're doing any of the things mm. that they're doing in terms of like uh, like just like the offing of people. You know, mm-hmm. like, why are we just killing all these people? There's got to be an easier way for this, but all right. Uh, the, that, that could be the, the motto of The Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, why are yeah. we killing all these people? It, there doesn't seem to be any reason to do Well, if this. they're planning, like, we're, we're, like, we're less concerned about, like, generation now and more concerned about, like, you know, it sounded like three generations from now, we think maybe we will be able to eradicate the dead, right? Like that sounded like it's the timeline like that. That's basically what Lila tells uh, Hope, right? Uh, yeah. That we think that we'll be able to pinpoint the the fungal spores <laughs> that will stop the us from being... network. Yeah, that's like some uh, Last of Us nonsense. Mm, uh, some Star Trek disco nonsense. Shit. Yeah. yeah. They started using science words and I got confused. I figured this yeah. is really smart what they were saying. Yeah. But um yeah, so maybe that's why you kill a hundred thousand people, because you need test subjects. We need yeah. more fungus. We need uh more dead. And or so were they that testing horde- out were they testing out a way to eradicate a large number of zombies at once and they just like accidentally tested out on killing a whole bunch of humans? I mean, they did have a large group of zombies though. We saw that horde. Yeah. Like, we saw it. So they they had that to test it on. They didn't have to do <laughs> the you know the group of people unless maybe it wasn't big enough maybe they needed more maybe they needed all the zombies in one spot and so they had to just like okay we'll lure them here with the people and then we'll just blow them all up but i guess that's why they're doing it i still don't understand the concept of killing all those people for that um but i'm more entertained by like what are all the other moving pieces and who is like complicit in what because lila seems like she knows 
that she was brought in to keep dad under control. Like his new girlfriend is going to like make him do what she needs, what he needs to do. And she of course wants hope to love her, but you also, she also wants them to just cooperate so she can have a happy family and be a stepmom. But like we were led to believe that she was on the up and up. And now I was like, Oh no, she's maybe on the payroll. So I'm, I'm more interested in that side because the killing of a hundred thousand people will never make sense to me. I mean, we did already know that she's, she's perfectly happy to experiment on her own former colleague. Right. Yeah. Wasn't this the well, same guy still? Yeah, it's the, it yeah. was the same guy still, like the red beard guy. And <laughs> she's really, really crazy because she's the one who's like, you know, you haven't brought me any, you know, pre-mortem uh, test subject. I said pre-mortem. I've never that heard that word. before. Is that, that a was a great word. That was a great word. Alive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, you haven't brought me any real people that aren't dead to test my, to, to torture to death. Like, why don't you do some of that? And Julia Armand's like, I got you. Don't worry. You've been doing good. Honestly, I feel like maybe that's what I expected would be happening to Silas a little bit more readily than we're going to actually put him on the grounds crew. Mm, yeah. I wonder if they're looking for like a specific type of person. Cause this was her mm, partner, type right? A or type B <laughs> blood types. Right. Or, Oh, um, but, um, I would, do you, do you think it's because like, I don't know. Silas just seems like he would be such a good target. They had him. They could just bring him in, just drop him off and let her do her thing. No, <laughs> but then they were like, no, this kid could kill. Like this kid, like <laughs> this kid will kill for He's us a for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it. they took one look at Silas. Like, no, we are we, this. This guy is going to be like our go-to guy. Uh, hmm. I liked that oh. twist. I thought like that Silas not just like going off and like being like uh, like I really thought we could just like they would just like shoot Silas and instead they're like Silas, we got a really important job for you. It involves taking this really cool sharp thing and stabbing zombie brains with it. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, like my little protege. And as soon as I find out, you know my girlfriend. See, I'll be very well, scared uh, if they capture Elton. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He would be like a prime test subject with that brilliant brain of his. He is mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, yeah, I, that would be horrible. What drives but, the mean, human mind to be so fashion forward? <laughs> <you know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's oh. test how sturdy that corduroy really is. It's so sturdy, but you mm. know th- he hasn't been seen, and so yeah, that could be like them alluding to like, oh, I'll bring you someone, ha 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 ha. And in the next episode, it starts with Silas like walking innocently, like no, 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 not Silas. And then we see Elton, and it was like ah, oh, you know, man. so like that. That is the worst timeline. That's the darkest timeline. Y'all have to yeah. call oh. and check on me. I won't be okay. I don't know what actually is going to happen in the next episode, but I was really on the fence about whether I wanted to continue covering world beyond. So I did tune into the next few minutes of next week's episode and we do get a shot of Elton 30 seconds in. So see, not great. Not or great. Or great. Be, because yeah, at least like, it's on air. Okay. Are we continuing? Like, is that the, you know, is the cue? Like, well, I'm here until we talk about Elton at the very least. So you'll yeah. have me next time. That's okay. good. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Did they drag it out so that you'd have to come and yeah, talk to I us so. for extra episodes? I told you at the start, I've forgotten my family, so I, I'm back. and At least until they kill Elton. If they kill Elton, I may rage quit. But I'm here. I'm here as well, long okay. as Elton's You know, Josh, as long as if you do rage quit, you know, it's okay. I'm sure some hunky guy is just going to show up and show us around the restricted areas. That sounds cause. right. Mason. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Mason? <laughs> Yeah. Just so happens to be there at the same time as Hope. What a coincidence. I liked when she's like, you know my name. He's like, all right, see you later, Hope. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like um, he's like that Simpsons joke of like Lisa reading non-threatening boy magazine. Yeah. Mason goes right on the cover of that. Yes. So, so we don't trust Mason. No, uh, of course not. He's a plant. <laughs> he's a plant, and might might I add, he looks even older than Dear Evan Hansen. So ah, <laughs> they need to de-age that guy again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's quite that bad, but uh, Mason, I don't know. I think, look, I think ultimately, yeah, Mason's probably going to be bad because uh, I think like Hope is going to have to have like very few allies in this situation is probably got to be a big part of the story and like turning to people who she thinks she can turn to and she can't actually trust Mason. And that's going to be bad. Also, because like, I feel like uh, Mason being like a good guy is just going to be like way too much, like sort of like, uh, I don't know. Like, I think like you need somebody almost who's going to be like, um, like your anti Percy, right? Where like mm. Percy is like, uh, like he's the bad guy, but he's our bad guy, right? Like he's mm-hmm. sort of like our con man. I think Mason's like got to be like your really average bro who turns out to be like, nah, he's totally narking for the man. Uh, like I think Mason's going to turn out to be someone we're going to have to deal with. So are he and Percy going to fight each other? Yeah, I would like the, to see it to the death, mm-hmm. to the death. Yeah. And Percy Wait, and Silas will no, team up pain. against Mason. Which one's the werewolf? Silas will, <laughs> Silas will throw Elton, who will be holding the sharp thing, at Mason. That's going to be. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be and holding it, Big Mo. In X Men, they call it a fastball special, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'd be cool. I would like that. Um, do we like the that uh, uh, like the theories behind the zombie apocalypse? Like. Uh, this whole like bit about like if we like we're trying to figure out what what we've got inside of us that makes us turn and we're gonna isolate it and then like we'll be able to like stop it so like it, this is like how far the show has gotten with a cure is this far enough does this like feel like decent enough like to like sort of like stave off the people who are like where's the zombie cure storyline like what? there's no imminent cure seems no. to be the high level answer and I mean, we've talked about this so many times, like I can hear each one of you in my head saying at various times, this is not going to be the place we get the zombie cure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I thought the whole point of The Walking Dead in general was that nobody cares why the zombies. Nobody cares how the zombies. It's just there are zombies and you got to deal with them. I thought that was the whole point of The Walking Dead. There's certainly the whole point of The Walking Dead comics. Uh, the show obviously can take different directions the universe but it really feels to me like we can put we can put some evil mad scientists in here to experiment on zombies and look kind of evil and cool doing it but i don't think we have them like solve zombies in you know the spinoff about teenagers yeah i don't think they're trying i don't think they're trying to find i mean they're certainly if they stumble across the cure great more power to them they're mm. thinking of containment of okay yeah. so you're a zombie so you have some zombies in your backyard <laughs> what are you gonna do about these nuisances hey you're gonna plant some fungus. plants obviously yeah. first you use the slap chop to get rid of them but if that doesn't work <laughs> no yeah i i think what what they're trying to do is maybe you know they can like if they can aerosolize something and spray this, mm-hmm. this thing on them then they'll they'll 
stay where they are and you don't have to worry about them anymore. Yeah, so, well, uh, you, you plant, a, plant a row of sunflowers so you can get the sun and then you plant some pea shooters so you can shoot at the zombies as they're coming into your oh. yard. Um, you know, my kid plays this game all the time. He never shuts up about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, it's less about the cure and more about, okay, we're here. We are going to turn to zombies maybe and that's okay. But in the meantime, what are we going to do with all the zombies? Like, there are too many zombies here. Can we, like, do we, like, a smoke bomb type situation where we just spray the area and now the zombies are going to slowly, like, we're going to speed up their decaying process or whatever. They call it a mass culling, you know? And so they're like, we want to get these zombies with these traits over there, you know, away from us. Like, and so we can start to kill them. And then that way, when we start to die, we'll know how to get rid of the zombie part. So we'll, we'll try to discontinue zombies. We won't cure it. <laughs> But we can at least slow down the Stop process of more happening. zombies, you know, co- you yeah. know from coming. It so it's not really a seems, cure, it's more like just anti-zombie uh, repellent. It just seems to me like, like, get rid of the ones you already got, and then as people die, like, just have train your mortician to stab them in the head. Like, have that be <laughs> part of the death process, is you skewer the people out before you, like, dress them up for the embalming. I like that this was uh, about as advanced as it's gotten. I think that this is like a good level. Uh, it, I think it like uh, the thing that maybe this show has just surprised me about is like, I feel like we're at least supposed to buy that like CRM is like top of the food chain. So like if this is top of the food chain, then like this like relatively close to the top uh, source. Granted, like this is Lila who is like kind of a psycho and like maybe is like trying to like rope a dope hope a little bit. Um, but I feel rope like I feel like uh, I'm, I'm buying at the very least that like this is sort of where we are at theoretically, and this is like something that's probably going to be like generations away. Makes me feel like we could like take that question a little bit off the table. I don't feel like the show is going to do a great job of like really explaining how a cure goes down. So like this is about as much as we get of that. That's great. That's fine. Save it for like, I think like there's like a, like there's a world where this show, cause the franchise is never going to end as long as it's doing at least modestly well. Uh, AMC will do what it can to keep it alive. And I think that there's like a future walking dead show. That's like literally the future walking dead show where it's like generations from this point down the line. And like, we can see like, you know, like a hundred years from now, like what the stuff look like. And like some of this stuff could be implemented. Like that could be, that could be compelling. And then we can kind of skip the how, uh, which probably I don't think the show would do terribly well. Um, this may be a decent segue into talking about the fact that AMC has just greenlit a brand new Walking Dead TV show called The Tales of the Walking Dead. It was just announced that this show is uh, that had been like previously, I think like they had announced that they were exploring what is going to be like a Walking Dead anthology series. Uh, that can like you know tell its own brand new original stories in one episode or in another episode it can tell stories featuring characters we already know um, but it it's just been announced that like they're doing six episodes officially it's been picked up and it's coming out in the summer uh, this is like the type of show that I think would be like a fun venue for like uh, like I don't know uh, how many of you uh, watched any of like the Star Wars vision stuff that was on Disney plus but it was basically like a bunch of different anime versions of the Star Wars universe as like rendered by different anime houses. Uh, so like they had like a whole bunch of like very different types of Star Wars stories that look different from episode to episode to episode to episode. I think like the Walking Dead anthology series is like a cool opportunity for something like that. 
uh, though I'm like not really holding my breath that it's going to be like quite that interesting, like from episode to episode, but something that's like the future walking dead on a show like that. Give me like 60 minutes of like the zombie apocalypse, like a hundred years from now. I think that could be kind of fun. I think that could be kind of cool to see. Well, the zombie apocalypse 100 years from now, that sounds a lot like there was a series of books that came out and there was a very short lived television series based on these books uh, called The Twelve, which um, featured like it went back and forth. It started telling you the origins of the zombie apocalypse and then it went like, here's 100 years in the future. Here's the descendants of like the few people that survived and what does their life look like now? How do they keep the zombies out and how do they move forward in the world? And it was, it went way off the rails by the time you got through the third and final book. And I think the show should have done better with the cast they had. Um, but I, I feel like anything that we did to that end would feel a little derivative, especially since we use a lot of the same ideas here. Like you have, you're using electronics, you're using the walls. And you have these small insular communities and every so often there's a breach and a bunch of people die and it's no good. Um, I guess that's not a wholly original idea, but it feels, it feels like you'd have to be really careful not to, not to encroach on that territory because those are also beloved books. But back to the point of the episodic storytelling do we think that season 10c was kind of the prototype for this were they test driving it yeah yeah and and i think i think you can get away with this you know there's less buy-in if you're just going to sit down and watch one episode that is not connected to any major storyline going on it it could just be self-contained it could be characters, you know, I, you know, I've always wondered, Hey, what happened to Tobias from, from Fear the Walking Dead's first season? Where did he end up? You know, you could, mm-hmm. you could show where he ended up. You, not that I ever want them to do this, but you could explain the filthy woman's backstory in an episode. Uh, if, if you wanted to, and you <laughs> nobody could just, wants to, what I'm we saying, you could just not to watch that episode, but if they enjoyed working with the, with the actress and everything, and they oh, bring her back for one, one, one episode, like things like that. The the highest end, uh, like the highest end ticket item that I cannot imagine will happen. But I think like this would be like their venue to like tell uh, like uh, like an unseen story about Shane or like an alternate mm-hmm. universe where John Bernthal like didn't get killed off and he's still alive. Like they would do like alternate universe storytelling potentially through this show. Stephen Young, like they could like do the Glenn episode. The governor um, meets Negan. You know, like this type of stuff like this is sort of like sort of like what if, but for Walking yeah. Dead, like I think that could be fun. Like, why not? Like, I'll watch that. That sounds fun. Like you kind of like the main continuity is so biffed up anyway that why not like do some alternate universe type of stuff? But the problem with uh, those examples is like you're not getting John Bernthal in like that big of a capacity again. And certainly you're not getting Steven Yun. like no way. Like he's way too high, high profile at this point. Uh, he couldn't even come back for like the Rick farewell. Uh, you know, so like no way, like it's not happening. Um, I, I fully expect that at least they're trying and we'll see if like deals make, uh, but this will be like, this is how we find out what happened to Heath. This is the show that yeah. like gives us Corey Hawkins. <laughs> 
they can get Corey Hawkins. I they're think, gonna try. At this point. I don't know that Corey yeah. Hawkins wants to do it. Corey Hawkins, my life's fine. I don't need mm-hmm. to do this. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my my question would be: Do we want it to be like here are self contained tales from the Walking Dead universe we're in, or as you're describing, Josh, you're going more into the neighborhood of like the Marvel what ifs? What yeah. would you rather see? Would you rather see like little pieces of things that flesh out the universe we already know, or are we going full like what if Negan and the Governor decided to partner up and drive an ice cream truck? Hmm. It's pretty well, clear which one I want. For me, I, I'm more like, I'd rather hear like about the self-contained stories that actually happened what we didn't see, right? We're always like, well, what did Maggie do to these people? Oh, this is a good time to show us. Like, oh, where has, what was Connie doing the whole time? Like, oh, okay, now we get this, the Connie storyline. So where we don't find out that she's just in our random haunted house. Um, you know, I keep calling it haunted house, but it really wasn't haunted, but whatever. You know, like we get to find out these little like offshoots, like, okay, what it what is Judas paternity, you know, from Shane's point of view. You know, do, what, what, you know, what do we find out about that? So you could dive into that that situation. Um, you know, if you can get those characters back in whatever capacity. So I, I prefer that than like the what if. Because what if it's fun? But we do that anyway. Every time we watch The Walking Dead, we're like, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? In the next episode, we're like, okay, well, that, that's not what we hope would happen. <laughs> you know, and so I'm okay with that. My question is more, why? Why do we need this? Is this a bridge? Because this will be after season 11. So 11 will be over, and then this will start. And it's six it episodes may be, throughout uh, the summer. It may be like, to something ends, else? it may be ending, uh, it may be season 11, like the proper show ends mm-hmm. as this is beginning, or maybe like they're airing at the same time. They said summer, so I guess it depends on when in the summer. But like, they're going to do like the eight episodes of the flagship Walking Dead starting in February. They'll take a break, and then they probably don't come back right away, would be my guess. Like, I think there's for sure a world where we don't get a uh, main Walking Dead back until like 2022, like this time next year. Um, oh. So, like, this could be a bridge to that. Like, this could be the kind of thing because World Beyond is ending this season. I can, I can imagine, uh, Tales of the Walking Dead airing at the same time as like, um, Fear of the Walking Dead season seven, part two. You know, like, mm. I think, I think we could see something like that or like fear going into, into this and then this leading us from fear into the final part of the main walking dead. Um, but I think that like they're going to use this as a place to like probably like test pilot some ideas that they could spin off into bigger shows. We're, yeah. ent- we're entering like a, like if you view the walking dead as a curiosity, right? Like, or even if you're a walking dead fan, like uh, this is like an interesting, a really interesting time where like the main show is ending and like they're gonna try and keep the brand alive how successfully like stuff like tales of the walking dead is gonna be like a big uh you know way to answer that question like will people come for like fresh original zombie ideas i think yeah but if they then like get like really lost in like the well this is how we're exploring the greater mythology of the world of the show i think they'll lose people quickly uh like i think that they really ought to like a zombie apocalypse is a great canvas to tell like any story, any genre with any amount of characters, any type of different character, uh, like so many different, like different types of human beings you could meet uh, in a zombie apocalypse story. I think that they should just like, you know, aim high and shoot wide. Like, I think like they'll, they'll be doing themselves a disservice if they're like, if they like do uh, like 
if they do the Tobias episode, you know, like that would be a lot. That would be a choice. Yeah. That I, I think don't you think just I described like. what I want, Josh Wiggler. Yeah. Mm. You have just described. I want every episode to be a different genre with zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, I want okay. documentary. Yeah, I want musical zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I, I want rom-com zombie apocalypse. I want yeah. sitcom okay. zombie apocalypse. I want mockumentary zombie apocalypse. I want them all to be like, oh, we're still in this universe, but oh, now we have a laugh track and multiple cameras. Yeah. And also, it's not it's not what if it's Wandavision. Yeah. Yes, it's totally yeah. it's zombie apocalypse Wandavision. How 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 is uh, how did American Horror Stories do? Because I watched yeah. it and it was kind of this hodgepodge where they tried new stories. And then they mm-hmm. also relied heavily on the nostalgia for like two or three of the stories. And I thought the ones that relied on the nostalgia were cute, but the ones that they tried that were brand new just were just fell really flat. Yeah, I would prefer that they use this as a, a vehicle to introduce, you know, maybe what's coming next. So, you know, we know fear is not ending. So you could be doing this anthology series about some of the characters that will be included in fear now, you know, like, so now when we start fear, we're not like, who's that guy? We've seen a whole hour episode about that guy. And now he's in the fear universe or, you know, the walking dead world beyond is about to, uh, is about to end. So maybe we get like an Iris or hope episode where we find out what happens after this story. So I'm thinking that I'd prefer that if you're going to do this after, or I guess somewhere in the middle of the final season, then yeah, use it to open up more opportunities for the story. Or at least allude to this movie that we keep talking about might happen, right? You know, like let the anthology. We like you watch the anthology series, and you know that these characters in the movie. You know, that, maybe something like that. But um, I, I think it'll be interesting. But we did it already. You know, we did Ten C, and it was just little bottle episodes, and they were basically just little stories in and of itself. But they didn't move the story along, and that's why I complained. Right? I was like, this isn't telling us anything about what's coming next. We don't learn anything here. And so I'd rather them do that and it actually means something than just like, oh, that was a fun story that they told. But that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see how it shakes out. Like, I mean, there's there's going to be this show. They're going to do the Daryl and Carol one, which is basically going to be Walking Dead season 12, you know, just with a different name. Uh, like, it's a bold strategy. Let's see how it works out for you, AMC, to like, you know, like... <laughs> shutter this thing and then like sprout it out in all these different directions that I I don't know is it all just going to get watched the same way and is this really worth like uh, you know like not renewing it and like giving actors better deals for seasons 12 and onward like I think probably not like I don't think any of these shows will put up the numbers that the main Walking Dead did like I don't think any of them will well no show is ever going to do that again right like right. you know it'd be nice if Walking Dead now put up the numbers that Walking Dead did that's true. Right. Is, is the Daryl Carroll show still happening? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I how? think they're <laughs> like how? What what are we just gonna ignore Maggie? Are we just gonna like, oh yep, where's Judith? Oh, I don't know. Like well, the world's gonna well, be like Frazier. Like, well, you know, this is the issue. Leave. This is the problem. Here's the problem, and uh I I hate this. I told you before I'm trying not to get angry. I really am. I'm working on you it. You won't like him when he's You're angry. You're like vibrating, y'all. Josh. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, but I feel like uh, Daryl and Carol are going to leave our cozy society. But why? Is it because exactly. they have to track somebody down? 
i.e. Leah, and she will be like a yeah. leftover oh issue. Get out of here, Wiggler. No, oh. I think... Or I think like idea. they did something, like Daryl has to do the unthinkable, he kills Leah, and says, I have to go, I can't be here anymore, and Carol's like, I'm coming with you. They get kicked and- out of the Commonwealth. Everybody yeah. else is allowed in, and Daryl and Carol, they're like, nope, you don't pass inspection. Well, go. Daryl's re- outright refusal to, like, bathe himself in, like, polite <laughs> society is going to disqualify <laughs> him from the Commonwealth. So he's like, I, he, he was in Alexandria for a decade, and I think he showered twice. He I, never sh- I've never seen him shower. I think he showered I, zero times. I hate this so much. You know, a little thing imagining- you didn't know about Daryl is that uh, he always <laughs> wanted to be a pizza maker. Yeah. <laughs> I just I hate the idea that something's going to lead us to a world where this group that we know is not going to die are all going to be together and there's going to be something where Carol and, and Daryl are like gotta be the two of us no you stay here yeah. and Connie's like no I want to come and I'm like, no not you Connie it's like Kelly's like no but not you Man, no, Con- no Connie will be this. dead no. yeah. Yeah, well, Connie doesn't make it out alive yeah, yeah Connie, Connie will be dead because I mean, Daryl can't be happy and he's yeah. supposed to be happy with Connie but yeah. that's what I'm saying like what is the situation where Daryl and Carol look at each other, not each, not each other's head, like, and you know what to do. Yeah, we're out. And then, like, in the death, in the dark of night, leave Maggie and Judith and, you know, Abraham. Just, like, bye. Why? Yeah. What's the reason? Because yeah, Carol dies up. and she comes back to him Excuse as an me? angel. Get out of here. No, they, they moved to Seattle and Daryl's going to have a call-in radio show on the shortwave. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I hate all of this. I just don't understand how. So maybe I don't know. What do you? What? How do we end up with a Daryl Carroll story that's not already what we're doing? I think maybe they use the Commonwealth as their home base, and they just like go out and like it's like a procedural. They put right what once went wrong, and then they come back. No, yeah, going we, out we don't, to the we coast. live here, but we can be recruiters. Yeah, we'll come back and visit. Yeah. But they're we'll going to go, go out, out west. Yeah. They want to see what's out west. They want to see what's out there. They're going to volunteer for like a mission to like go all the way out west to like see how far this thing goes. And then they'll their show will get canceled and they'll take over Fear of the Walking Dead. And then that show will get canceled. Mm. What if it's the CRM? What if the CRM is like we've ha- like, you know, because we're going to usurp uh, Julia Armand. She's not going to be the head of it anymore. Let's say uh, Hope's dad is the new head of that. And then they come in and they're like, we need you two. They're like, well, Maggie's like, I'm coming too. They're like, no, that we need a small splinter group to infiltrate whatever. And then they take them away. I just don't understand how you would leave that group. The, the family, you know, the friends we made along the way. That's all we talk about. And you're telling me these two people are going to be like, yeah, but. Bye. I mean, I think I think it's perfectly in line with their characters, to be honest, because Daryl spent like entire years just out there, like walking along the river, looking for Rick and occasionally going back to bang Leah and then going out and walking along the river and yelling across the river at Carol and Carol like nine times over the course of the series has gotten in a car and tried to leave. And like, (laughs) I'm no good for you all anymore. I'm going to leave the community. And then someone always brings her back. But that's what I'm saying. Where's the bring back people? Are they just like, all right, this time we're not following them. Let them go. They're Maybe fine. somebody they brings them here. back to a new place. Maybe they finally break away. I don't. Mm, they they I get don't in the car it. and they drive away really fast. <laughs> and they're just laughing their heads off. That's the last scene of the yes. Walking Dead. Yes. I don't love this. I don't love this. Yes. I, I want. I, I just need there to be a valid resolution to this tight knit group finally saying, you know what, Daryl, Carol, it's always been you two. 
Go on without us. We'll That's what's going to happen. They're going to be like, they got this. We got them <laughs> got to safety. This. We got them to the Commonwealth, but we're road warriors. We never fit in all the way. Uh, <laughs> it's just like and then it's going to be the riding dead. They're going <laughs> to lean in really hard to the Norman Reedus brand, and they're going to do the riding dead. And it's going to be the two of them on a motorcycle going out to <laughs> California. <laughs> Judas running behind the car like, go on, get Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, then go then, Daryl. Get out of here. Get out of yeah. here. You'd be here. just you like my mom. Here. Right. Leave and me like my dad. The and my dad. <laughs> and my stepmom. And RJ, who at this point has also left the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> who is not going with Daryl or Carol or no one else is. This is just silly. That's going to be know. another spinoff is the RJ spinoff. Uh, oh, jeez. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's in the future. That's generations from now. Uh, also, my next question about the future. Is the world beyond? I ask this question all the time. What is the timeline? Where? When is this show taking place? Because they are doing some in-depth research. And this is before The Walking Dead proper. Yes. It's like, I think it's supposed to be like shortly after. I think it's supposed to be the latest one in the timeline. But I'm not sure of that. And also that begs the question, does the CRM know about the Commonwealth and vice versa? Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. I'm like, if these two entities exist at the same yes. time, could we yes. see the CRM in The Walking Dead yes. proper? Yeah, by quickly? the end, of, by the end of the show, for sure. Yeah. They'll like at, what they'll do though is like it won't be an outright thing. They'll like be like, we know about this place. It's called the CRM. Us saying those those letters should be very rewarding to the people who are watching all of The Walking Dead, uh, <laughs> and like then they'll like pay that forward on some other show. But that's like the most they'll do. They won't do like full CRM in the Commonwealth story. Uh, they're going to save it for, uh, you know, the fifth unannounced Walking Dead show. Or the, uh, the, the, the much ballyhooed movie uh, that has yet to, <laughs> to manifest. The Rick movie is never happening. I can't wait. I can't wait. The Rick movie is my favorite thing. Uh, <laughs> You're yeah. never going to get it. We'll what get what are we gen- getting the- first? What are we getting first? The sixth the sixth uh, Song of Ice and Fire book or the Rick oh movie? My gosh. Oh, that's a good question. The mm. movie will come first. I think but, Chinese Democracy 2 will come out first. <laughs> I, think, I think the movie the movie's going to come out first and then uh, the book is not going to come out. The movie will come out in the next four years even if the movie ends four up being years. Rick shows up in the finale of this and that's like what they did instead. The um, Jadis anthology episode will be the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, because yeah. Uh, Jadis is coming. We we talked. We've talked about it. Yeah, Jadis is coming. I think Jadis could be like the Rod Serling of the Tales from the Walking Dead. <laughs> I think you just broke Josh. <laughs> broke Josh. Yes. <laughs> uh, on that note, folks, uh, shall we call it? I think. How do you top uh, Jadis as Rod Serling? I don't think you do. It's probably the height. Imagine if you would the, world the garbage zone. People talk funny. Uh, yeah. The Walking Dead zone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Although the Walking Dead zone was actually just the dead zone. No, it was, yeah, it was just the dead zone. The movie with Christopher Gotta Walken. Shoot the brother, Gotta kill yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So next week, Fear the Walking Dead is back. Great. I- I don't think I was prepared for that. Yeah. I was like, not. what is even left at Fear the Walking Dead? They I, we're going to find out. I'm yeah, excited it, to find it's, out. It's, it's it's all about uh, that amazing nuclear holocaust 
proof glass that Strand was sitting behind. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's like, why didn't anybody in any of these other series be like, hey, you remember that time where everything got irradiated? That's, I'm so confused about the timeline. That's what, like, Fear mm. of the Walking Dead is definitely before The Walking Dead proper. So the fact that nobody has talked about the rocket that, like, destroyed half of Texas, I just don't understand. Like, yeah. It's not come up in conversation. Not Nobody's, really. like, alluded to, like, oh, remember the time the walkers mutated and they, they're not <laughs> the same because of the radiation? Like, was not that crazy? Didn't we put some scientists on that? We get nothing. Yeah, we should probably know about some of that stuff. I guess we'll find out next week. All right. Cool. All right. Next week. Next week. All right. So, Josh Wiggler, what else are you doing this week? Uh, well, I'm, I'm about to get on my first airplane since March 2020. Uh, I'm, uh, I guess, like eight hours away from that. That's fun. Uh, so, if you got vibes that are good to, to send my way, <laughs> I guess send me some of those. Uh, beyond that, just all of the things are happening on, on post-show recaps. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, the lost down the hatch podcast coming out this week with another really fun episode that Mike and I recorded, uh, today, a uh, succession coverage is for sure underway at this point. We've got two season three preview shows already out, uh, and season three premieres this coming Sunday. Uh, so on Monday, you will have a recap, uh, in the afternoon from myself, Grace Leader. Uh, and Jess Sterling, who is usually our co-host on that show, is also on vacation right now. So the great Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz will be joining us oh. to recap the Succession Season 3 premiere. Uh, that's the thing I'm really, really excited about right now. Is I can't wait for that show uh, to come back. I'm also really excited because I was just on Nothing But Netflix with Chappelle and Rob talking Ooh. about Squid Game. Yeah, it was and great. It was a good time. It was such a good time. Uh, Squid Game is amazing. If you haven't already watched it, then we definitely recommend like, what are you doing? You watch it. People are talking about it and they're going to ruin it for you. So go ahead and watch it. So you know what all the TikToks and the memes are about. But Josh, thank you so much for coming on. We had a blast. It was a blast. So check out that podcast over at RHAP if you haven't subscribed to nothing but Netflix yet. Chappelle and Rob doing uh, Netflix deep dives every week. I was honored to be your second guest. Uh, yes, like, let Akiva like, break it in. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Calling in the A squad for the first yeah. few. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after Akiva, it's really hard to match that level of energy, mm, you know? Yeah. But we, we gave it a shot. I think Josh held up. Pretty yeah, okay. Did all right. Can't <laughs> wait to hear that one. Yeah. Um, Chappelle, what else is going on for you this week? Of course, uh, on Silent Podcast, Sasha Joseph and I are still covering Never Have I Ever. We're into season two. So I'm very excited because we're almost done uh, catching up on that show on Netflix. Though it's kind of a crossover between my, uh, uh, what is it, Uh, my Silent Podcast career and my Rob Has a Podcast career. They're just colliding. The worlds are colliding. And so uh, we're talking about that hit Netflix show over there. And then um, I think I'm also doing Love and Hip Hop this week with Sasha and the RHAP Rehap Up. So uh, we're covering the finale of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Sasha's favorite show. And so that's fun as well. You know, all my worlds are just overlapping at this point. Um, and I think aside from those two, I mean, of course, um, nothing but Netflix. We're doing our third episode. We haven't announced which show we're doing yet because we're still trying to figure it out. There's so much out there and we're still taking suggestions. So follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. Uh, and send me your suggestions. Let us know what we should be talking about on Nothing But Netflix, and we might be able to get that podcast out to you very soon. But uh, that's about it. All right. Good stuff. And AJ Mass, I got to tell you, I've been listening to Beat My Guest. 
And this season, the game is just like you cannot do anything else while you're listening to it because you're so busy trying yes. to play the game along with like trying to be, literally beat the guests. And it's always been a great show, but man, it's so fun. AJ, talk through the format change. Give me yeah, the, the format change. It's, uh, it's all about a party of five. We get five people in a room together. And uh, they have to come up with unique answers in some rounds. In some rounds, they try to match each other. Uh, it's fast-paced. And it is every game is different because the, the contestants are different. And it, you just never know what's going to happen. It's, it's a lot of fun. We've had some really close games so far. We're uh, maybe getting a little RHAP uh, community party of five Ooh. going. Uh, maybe, guys, right? Maybe? I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm not alone. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not alone, if I've got places to hide, then yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's a fun new format. So check that out. Uh, Two episodes have been released in the season. We're going to be taking a few weeks now to like really record a bunch so we can crank them out. I wasn't sure the format was going to fly, but obviously it can. It can. Uh, also doing Felonious Pundits, my podcast with my friend Kentad Svensgaard, uh, which is a complete Criminal Minds rewatch. We're smack dab in the middle of season two, and that's going strong. That's uh, it's a lot of fun. And even if you don't watch the show, you can listen to the podcast because uh, it's not nearly as exciting and interesting as this season of uh, The Walking Dead. But it, it can get to that level of ridiculousness. So uh, <laughs> we have a good time there. So you can check that out as well. Has anyone eaten a zombie yet on Criminal Minds? <laughs> uh, zombie? No, but cannibalism? Yes. <laughs> yeah, my kind of show. All right. Sure. <laughs> all right. Well, we appreciate all of the great feedback we've been getting. Uh, big shout outs to Jeff Davis and Andrew Yu for sending in very thoughtful feedback this week, um, which we did answer your questions, even if we didn't call out your questions. So we're going to try to do more of that. Please. Write to us at TWD at uh, posterrecaps.com. That goes to all of us and we'll take a look at your questions and try to work them into the show a little bit more. Um, I appreciate our listeners so much and I want to make sure that they feel more appreciated going forward. Um, if you want to engage us on Twitter, you can tweet at me at Haymaker Hattie. Josh is at Round Howard. Chappelle is at Chappelle's underscore show and AJ is at AJ Mass, and we are always happy to hear from you about what you make of all of this, because the Walking Dead universe is clearly never going to die like the zombies that inspired it. Um, so anytime you want to get in touch with us. And Josh, if people really love the show, what should the next step they take be? The next step, if they really love the show, uh, would be to uh, find Julia Ormond and make sure she knows about patreon.com slash post show recap so she can be our very fancy patron. Um, the second best thing you could do would be to become a patron yourself. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash post show recaps, whether or not you are Julia Ormond. Uh, and consider subscribing and uh, supporting your favorite podcast network. Yeah, we got lots of extra con- content coming your way. Like how many extra podcasts a week now? A bunch. Uh, you get early access podcasts to a few of the shows that we do. The Lost podcast is early access. Community is early access. We've got a few shows that are exclusive for the patrons. Um, Jess and Grace have their James Bond series that's exclusively for the patrons. There's the YA series exclusively for the patrons. So you get a bunch of stuff. And at the $5 level right now, you also get access to the Discord. 
uh, which is our community hub. Uh, what a deal. Consider it five bucks. You get to watch movies and shows and hang out with us. It's a really good time. Patreon.com slash post show recaps. You can gamble with imaginary money in a casino. Yeah. And every time you come in, the rules will in have two changed. casinos. Yeah. And the rules will have changed and you'll have a whole bunch of money that you didn't have before or all your money will be gone without you having done anything. Yeah. That's this is great. Broke as hell in the Wario Casino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't yeah. even know what's going on in the Wario Casino right now. Uh, the Just Wario Casino ha- is having, uh, you know, it's having a lot of things going on right yeah, now. What's now the weather? Three times as many coins as I did the last time I looked. It's currently raining huh. in the Wario Casino. Uh, so the the open air weather system is uh, currently not ideal weather for uh, for for some of us. Uh, but you can go fishing, I believe, in the rain, if I'm not mistaken. Or perhaps that's the thunderstorm. I don't really remember. But you could go fishing if you want to fish with uh, podcast hosts that you enjoy listening to. This is a thing that you could do in a very, very, very specific and niche way. Uh, find out more patreon.com slash post show recaps. Yep. Um, I don't know how to work any of it, but the discord is a very fun place. Yes. And we're about to do a new, new Brant steel draft. So we got that too. Yes. All right. So thank you everybody for any way you have supported us either in your heads or in your hearts or with your wallets or with your kind feedback. We appreciate all of it. And, I appreciate my three co-hosts. Thank you, panel. This is very much fun. And of course, as fear descends upon us next week, we will be back to talk about that. And finally, to talk about some Elton up in here. So join us next week for that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.